Perfect. Let's do it. This has been the most productive three minutes and 21 <laughs> seconds of my of entire life. day, cool. of my entire life. Yes. I was shooting a little big. I was shooting a little big. So, <laughs> dude, you deliver. Holy crap. So, so, okay. so what are we talking about? What are we, what are we doing here? Uh, there really is no set agenda. Basically okay. what I would say to you is, um, I kind of want to, as I, as I approach it to Ryan, um, take the lid off your brain and let's talk big picture industry thoughts. What's concerning you? What's exciting you? Um, any, all of that. Oh, what's concerning me? What's exciting me? Any and all of that. That is a very ambiguous place to start. Holy smokes. I mean, if I had to, are we just getting into it? You want to just go for it or what? You want to yeah. narrow yeah, it down it's, it's a little bit? Casual. It's pretty casual. You know, I mean, we'll work okay. our way into it. Okay. Um, by the way, I have to say you have the most like amazing voice. For, I, I don't, I've already told you that you have an amazing voice for like podcasting, video, TV, radio, like all of that. But just being on the other end of it where I have to be like receptive to it in a real time way. It's so comforting and just like open-ended and like, it's awesome. I love it. It's great. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't say it if it's not true. Okay. Um, wow. So what, what 30,000 foot view? Um, I would say, and again, I'm, you know, I'm not an expert in ev like you and Ryan know. Anybody really? Come on, Sydney. Let's go. Nobody well, okay. Is. All right. So, so nobody is. So nobody is. But I'm just admitting to the fact that I have a lot of years ahead of me to, to have more experiences, get, gain more wisdom. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Hashtag I'm just saying. Confidence, Sydney. Hashtag okay. confidence. <laughs> okay. Um, so... I would say the one thing that worries me is, I don't know if I want to start with that, actually. It sounds like a really, we'll start with that because then we can end on a good note. Um, don't promise something you can't deliver on. Always just manage <laughs> expectations. No, I, I, I promise I can end on a great note. Okay. Right. So, so one thing that worries me is that, um, So many things are running through my mind right now. I don't even know which one to pick. That's a scary thought. Oh, dude. I, I've never what been about, asked such an open-ended question before. What about your video? Like that that nobody knows who we are. Yeah, I mean, that that worries me, but I see a lot of agents who are doing that well. Um, I would say the one thing that worries me is and it's funny because I was just talking to Stacy about this earlier today. She said she worked for, before she came to um, tc.com slash agency nation, she was working for a company that had a lot of red tape and it was a private equity firm. Um, and because of that, there were a lot of limitations as far as her creative ability. And I mean, I'm a very creative person, which means that sometimes I'm going to fall on my face, right? Sometimes I'm going to fail and I'm going to make a video that nobody likes and that just doesn't ring well. And that's sometimes a risk that companies are afraid of. 
Um, and one of the reasons that I've loved working for Agency Nation and TC.com and Ryan specifically is that he actually wants us to fail. Because if we're failing, then that means we're experimenting, we're iterating, we're trying something that nobody else is, is trying or has tried or, or maybe some people are afraid to try, you know? Um, so that's, I mean, I guess when I look out in the industry, sometimes I, you know, like let's take my social media presentation, for example. So I go to a lot of conferences and I speak about social media. And the one thing that I really concentrate on when I talk about social media, whether it's somebody in the audience who's 65 years old, whether it's somebody in the audience who's 45 years old, whether it's somebody in the audience who's 25 years old, what I try to get across to them is that I'm giving them permission because for some reason, we'll start, well, let me back up. I'm giving them permission to be themselves on social media because for some reason, people get on social media in a professional way and everybody thinks they have to be super buttoned up. Like, oh, I got to talk about insurance. I got to talk about how my business is growing and revenue and policies and risk management and and it's like nobody's willing to step outside that box. But when I've said, when I've stood up on a stage and said to people, I'm stepping outside that box and I want you to step outside that box with me, it's like the response I get is, wow, I just, I mean, it's like this release almost, right? People come up to me, they're like, that's so great, right? And it's not that nobody's ever thought of that before. It's, I'm not, it's not rocket science, I'm not reinventing the wheel. But it's just getting past this fear of, okay, I, I you know, I got to be myself. I got to step outside that box, step outside that like professionalism. So I, I guess when I look out in the industry, it's we do professional really well, uh, but it, it's it's just, there's got to be more to it than that. Like we can't just be if we're professional, we look like everybody else. We like each other. We got to be more than that. We got to find our like individual voice and authenticity and, and honesty and genuineness. I don't know. What do you think? I think professionalism left us uh, just as like a, you know, an industry in general. Um, and, and I don't know that I would necessarily use professionalism to me does not mean shirt and tie um, talking about business all the time, right? Like that's that's not my definition of pr- professionalism. Even though I do wear a shirt okay. and tie, which whatever, I don't know. Sure. I like I like to contrast. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, I like suit and ties. It's all good. Right? I mean, I think <laughs> totally. Know, I, mean, I yeah, I think it's important. I hate I hate branded polo shirts though. If we could do one thing, just <laughs> in the branded polo shirts, I feel like my my work in life will have been completed. Oh my uh, god! So you realize that the very first piece of tc.com gear was a branded polo and like nobody wore it so then all of a sudden marty was like okay we got to get jackets and then yeah. everyone wore the jackets and it just like lit up yeah, yeah no so i'm with you yeah, yeah totally branded polo shirts and it's too middle of the road right i mean like who can pull who can pull off a polo shirt well not many people uh, anyways, exactly. Uh, so anyways, my definition of professionalism is like doing the right thing and saying the right thing with the right temperament under the most extreme circumstances, right? Like that's how I would define professionalism it has nothing to do with, you know, what you're wearing or what you think somebody wants to hear. It's how you conduct yourself when like, like you're at your worst. Basically. Mm. Wow. That is a definition that I've, I've never come across before. How you conduct yourself 
how you conduct yourself when you're at your worst in a business sense. Right. Huh. I got to think about that one for a little bit, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but so I mean, but, but I understand your point, right? It's like we're we have this what everyone has defined as professionalism, and all's it's so important just to uh, because there's there's there isn't there's not a lot to hold on to, right? With the traditional sense of professionalism, there's nothing to grasp. It's like a slick surface; you just slide right off, and you you're on to the next thing. And uh, and um, and I think you're probably right that that in some capacity will lead towards demise is probably not that's too final of a word but i think you know what i'm saying like of like what it is that we're trying to accomplish and, and not move in the right direction and um yep. i'm encouraged though with what what little efforts i am starting to see with people you know maybe slowly letting their guard down yeah i mean i guess i was talking to uh I was talking to a state marketing rep in North Carolina last week. Actually, she's the state marketing rep of North Carolina. Her name's Natalie Simpson. She's mm-hmm. awesome. You know Natalie, probably. Um, uh, don't make that assumption. Okay, well, you know, I, I feel like you know everybody, so that's why no, I said actually, that. Sorry, I don't know Natalie. I'm sorry. My apologies, <laughs> Natalie. I don't know you. I'm sorry. She, You would love her. She would love you. You guys would be BFFs. I'm sure we'll make that happen. Totally, totally. So... I was talking to her about the digital world and she's like, yeah, I have a, a hard time explaining it to agents, you know, like what the value in the online world is. And I was like, well, cause, and we were talking about it specifically in terms of trustedchoice.com. Um, cause she said, you know, people get on trustedchoice.com and they have these really high expectations that all of a sudden their online reputation is going to blow up. And I was like, well, I mean, trustedchoice.com is a very valuable part of the puzzle, but there's a lot of other pieces. So imagine, and I told her, I was like, imagine that, you know, you owned an agency in North Carolina, but then you moved to California. Like what would be all of the things that you would have to do to open up a successful agency in California, right? You'd have to open up a a location, you would have to hire people, you would have to uh, start with some on the ground, you know, ground uh, level marketing, you would have to, like, there's just a number of things you go down the list that you'd have to do to to open up this, this agency. It's not just one thing, right? And so in the same way, like being online is like moving to California, right? So you, it's not, there's not one thing that you have to do to all of a sudden be successful at it, you have to do all of these different things. But the biggest piece is like that the consistency throughout that experience is your your personal brand, right? Like who are you? So we had, um, when I was working for my dad, we would have people call up the agency and, you know, a lot of people would call up and they'd say, oh, you know, I just, you know, I need a policy. And it would just be sort of like, you know, they were looking for for someone to talk to. But a lot of people would call up and say, hey, I want to talk to Greg, which is my dad's name, right? And they knew my dad and they, or they'd heard about him or somebody had told them about him. And like that personal connection ran incredibly deep. And so, I mean, I guess the question is like, well, how do you carry that into the online world, right? In the same way, like, how do you, how would you carry that into a different state? How do you, how do you carry that into the online world? And social media is like this incredibly powerful tool to do that. Like I know I've built relationships with agents that I've met once 
or twice in person. And I feel like I know who they are in a sense. And I know that social media is, you know, it's, it's also a lot of makeup and you can post what you want and you can sort of curate your, your persona. And, and, and I get all that. And we, and I do that and everyone does that, but there's pieces of yourself that leak, especially like over time, right? If you scroll back through someone's Facebook posts, like you can really get a sense of who they are from, from those posts. And like, that is so powerful, but it's, it's like, then I go into an insurance agent's Facebook page and then I just see Facebook posts about insurance, you know? And so it's, it's very frustrating because it's like, wow, you have this incredible tool you have so much attention on this tool. I mean, my grandma is on Facebook. She texted me today, two hours after I put that YouTube video up. And she was like, I saw your video uh, on YouTube. It was really interesting and thoughtful and I really liked it, right? I mean, my grandma is finding my YouTube videos from Facebook. So, I mean, there's all this attention on this platform. There's so much potential and yet we're wasting it by posting about insurance. And to me, that's like, that's really frustrating. But then at the same time, right? Like I see these agents like Woody Brown, um, Jared Belmond, Rob McCarthy, uh, Tracy Cotton, Ash Fitz, Aaron Nutting, all these agents who are, who've realized the potential of, of social media and just are absolutely crushing it with video and blogs and, and, and pictures and, blogs and all kinds of stuff. So it's out there. It's just, I wish we could scale it. You know, like I see agents doing it. I just wish we could do it. I wish we could multiply it. I wish everybody could do that because then all this like, you know, stuff that we hear about lemonade and whatever, like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't mean anything, you know? All right. I'm off my soapbox. I just get very, I love social media. I really think it's such a powerful tool. So and as you were kind of talking, I was I was kind of like smacked across the face with this. Um, one, everyone's grandma is awesome, and and uh, liking you know YouTube videos is, is always yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, My grandma is <laughs> yes. You know, I, let's think about this though. Speaking of grandmas, my grandma still works in my family's agency. She still has really. The phone. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's the kind of age gap that you're dealing with in a lot of these situations. I mean, now, mine, that's probably more extreme than most, but, you know, it, like, we have three generations of people in, in the agency. So, yeah. Um, yeah. that's nuts, right? Um, yeah. So, that, that just, it's just, even like, even like, like your dad and my dad's generation, that, that's something that, like, was, I mean, like, it's just not even like close to being natural, right? And it takes, right. A very, right. a very unique individual to adapt to that and to do it quickly. And I think that's why, you know, you're only seeing the younger generation, our generation adopting it. And it's that, it's kind of that pushback, right? Because I, 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 um, I, one of the first videos that I ever did for the agency that wasn't me just like sitting down talking, um, you know, my uncle said, well, he needs to, he needs to get, he needs to be back and behind the desk and talk more about insurance next time. Like that was one of the first things he said. So it's like, that's the natural reaction that they have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing I, I've heard before, like, ah, yeah, you know, there's an age gap and, and, you know, people above a certain threshold don't understand and it's just a new thing for them. And, and I get that, but there's a lot of things that are new for me 
as a young person that I don't understand, that I have to just throw myself into every day or else if I don't throw myself into them, I'm never going to be, I'm never going to get past that threshold. I'm never going to be as successful as some of those people who look, you know, at me and say, uh, you know, I, I, I can't understand that because I'm a certain age, right? So, you know, like, um, like, like speaking, my dad is an incredible speaker. Well, he's given probably 10 times as many presentations as I have. And, and so it, it's because he's thrown himself into it. Um, let me tell you a really quick story. So I have a friend, she's a psychologist. She was telling this story about uh, a guy who was incredibly um, nervous about asking girls on dates. And he was, you know, like in his uh, mid to, to late 20s and, and whatnot. Um, but he just felt really, really nervous about that. And so what he did is he would sit on a bench. He just made this goal for himself. He, he, he decided, I'm going to sit on a bench for 30 days. And every single day, I'm going to ask anybody, any girl who sits next to me on a date. <laughs> and, okay, so he got like three dates and one person actually showed up. So point, like he didn't actually, you know, he didn't actually get like a girlfriend out of it, right? But the point being that by day 30, he actually felt a lot more comfortable around girls and asking them on dates, et cetera. Find right. Very, so a very good ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, not everybody can be as suave as you. Okay. Cool it. Cool it. Um, <laughs> not everybody has your voice. Okay. I'm just saying so, three, three, three out of 30. That's three. Three. Yeah. 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 I mean, continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> so, but the point being like, you just have to throw yourself into it. You just have to do it. Like that's the one thing, again, working for Ryan that I've learned is that you are 110% going to screw it up. Like the first probably three to 10 times that you do it, but that's okay because everybody screws it. You have to start from somewhere, right? And you have to just throw yourself into it and, and learn it and get to know it. And it doesn't like you're never going to be in a place in life where you've mastered all of life and that you'll never have be like ever be in a place where you never have to throw yourself into something ever again. Like I'm in that place. My grandma's in that place. My dad's in that place. It doesn't matter who you are or how old you are. We all have those mountains that we have to climb. So like social media to me is just one of those one of those things. So I don't know. That's well, I think so. I mean, I you're right. Right. So here, it's not, it's not necessarily about the age. Right. I think, and what I think the thing that, and it feels like we've been saying this a lot lately. Um, it's, it's the 1%, right. It's just no matter how much we want to tell ourselves that yes, some of these people should do this. Like there's just only a small percentage of people that are actually wired to make it happen. And mm -hmm. we kind of want everybody to be that. And, and we just need to maybe realize that that's not reality for certain people. That's not to say it's good or bad or whatever, but, um, you know, there's just a lot of people that no matter how hard they try, they will never be really good on video. You know what I mean? Like they're just gonna be kind of mm -hmm. bad. And mm -hmm. maybe that's what, I don't know. You know, just, I mean, I guess like, again, self-awareness of knowing your limits and I'm not trying to discourage anybody, but um, you know, know what you're good at and try and figure out a way to make that and to, to leverage that to your best of your abilities. Um, and, and again, how we, how do we help that? How do we help the people that are good doing those things that can create leverage in this kind of whatever world that we think we're living in how can we you know do that and help those that aren't and, and make it easier for them and i don't know i'm getting off on topic here there's something else i wanted to say and you distracted me with 
with whatever <laughs> whatever that was. And I'm losing with my grandma posting on Facebook, yeah, it distracts me too. It does, yeah. <laughs> my grandma talk. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm with you 100% though. I, I, I agree that you have to know your limits. Um, but, you know, you have to also test your limits sometimes too to know what they are. So, and, and maybe I'm just like the type of person who's going to throw myself into it 200% and, and, and maybe, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe, they're, maybe other people aren't like that. I have no idea. But to me, you just got to gotta throw yourself into it. So that's what I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I just, I meet so many people at conferences that feel like they can't do it or they're just not yeah. good at it or they're not seeing success right. at it. And it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't want people to feel like that. There's nothing. Well, and so there's nothing more frustrating than meeting somebody that feels that way, but you know that they would be awesome at it. Yes. That's the worst person yes. meeting that person. Yes. Uh, like, I don't know why you think this about yourself, but please let me tell you, and no matter how many times you tell them, um, you know, it just never, it, it takes a lot of work, right? And I don't know, I don't know what that default mode is. And again, I think you and me are broken in that way that we just didn't get it. So, um, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how we, how we solve that, but I think you're right. You know, you just, you meet a lot of people that, you know, so I think I have seen, you know, over the, even just the last couple of weeks since, you know, being on the agency nation team that, you know, I think some people are just starting to say, you know what, what do I have to lose? Right. they, Everyone thinks that, you know, if you if you do that thing, that all of a sudden ABC News is on your front door. Like, all right, this is a 2020 exclusive. Why in the world are you posting a video, you know? And it's just yeah. like so far. Dude. Like, it's so hard to get people to care about what you're doing. So hard. I mean, I feel like that about every single video I post. I'm like, I mean, you spend so much time on it. The video I posted yesterday. So I started editing that at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> I stopped editing it at 11.30 p.m. And that doesn't even include the time it took to think about it and talk to Aaron and Ash about it and then actually film it and then have the conference call follow up with them and then edit it and then get it published and marketed. It's a lot of time. I mean, it's definitely an investment, um, but it's totally worth it. I mean, you know, it's yeah. and here's the thing. It's like right now we have 1300 subscribers, which I feel like is frustrating because there are so many more subscribers that we could get, but it's, if we all just keep doing it, right? Like little, it's like baby steps. You just keep so, building. So just building. Saying, hey guys, listening to this podcast, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Is that what you're saying, Sydney? <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. Don't be afraid. This yeah. whole thing, this whole thing was just a pitch for YouTube subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I like where your head's at. I um, mean, yeah, I mean, you know. so that's that's the frustrating part, right? Like you said, like you put so much time and effort into it, and then you know it might fail. But you know, to have that the mindset to know that, listen, okay, this is just all right. So, asking yourself, why did this fail? How do I not make it fail? I'm gonna be honest. Like your video is lapping me right now for my video that I did two days. Yesterday. I don't know about that, dude. I don't know about oh, that. I'm just it's talking about in reception. So like you're already at like, so if we want, if we really want to get deep, let's go deep on this. You want to go deep? Let's go. Um, okay. you're at one, 195 views in like what? Six hours, seven hours. And I'm at like one Oh two, like over 24 and a half, you know, two, like a day and a half. Right. So like you'll see, like there are certain times that you create a message that resonates with people and other times when you, you, th what you think is like awesome, nobody cares about. And it's, looking at that and not saying like, boy, I'm just a terrible human being and nobody cares about me. 
whether that's true or not, I don't know, but uh, it's it's actually saying, well, how do I make this better? How do I do something that is going to, to resonate? And usually I think it comes back to just, you know, doing what you know and, you know, trying to care as much, but if you try and care too much, then you're trying too hard. And then that, you know, creates a reverse effect. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I've thought about that too. Cause I mean, I'm human. Like I've struggled with this at times where I've seen Ryan's videos and I mean, heck I published a whole freaking video on mindset and, and that's a really big struggle for me is I want to compare myself to somebody else. And like, I want to look at Ryan's videos and your video that is what is 70% has got more views in less amount of time than my video did. Right. And yeah, so right. I looked at that and you, I said, you, you passed me up though, Sydney, just to let you know, you. Me <laughs> you I know. mean, I had to catch up with you at some point, dude, <laughs> I couldn't let it go forever. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, like I, I looked at that and, and, and it, you know, it's frustrating. It's like a little bit, you feel a little bit like that competitive, uh, no, you know, like almost it. like yeah. not, it's yeah, good. like a little bit of jealousy almost like, oh man, he got, you know, that many more. But at the same time, I mean, what's stopping me from getting a hundred more views or a thousand more views or 10,000 or a million more views or whatever the number is in my head isn't Joey and it's not Ryan and it's not whoever else is posting videos. It's me. Like nobody's going to watch my video and say, or not watch my video because they're watching your video. Right. Like that's not how consumers minds oh, yeah. work. They're not yeah. saying yeah, yeah. I'm not going to watch Sid's video because I'd rather go watch Joey's video. They're just going to watch your video because you came up with something that was interesting and piqued their interest or the right time right. or whatever right. it was. Right. And so and so that's the battle is like, OK, um, what I need to find that 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 pain point or that 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 emotional point and at the right time and I need to tell the story correctly and I need to have the right footage and I need to not clip my dang audio and you know whatever it is like that's on me to do that that's not on that's not on anybody else so that so that's always how I look at it is like I feel that little bit of of like competitive edge and then I just I just channel it and I say okay what am I going to do next right like what's the next what's the next big thing and, um, and, and you're always going to have a couple that, you know, are, are not great and that's okay. Cause you always learn from them. So I don't know. That's my, that's my thing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and again, too, you know, you could, you could make the best video possible, but if make the best thing possible, right. But if you package it and position it wrong, it's, it's going to fall on, on deaf ears, right? That's the thing. Like, that's the frustrating part is that you spend so much time creating the thing, then the thing that's most important, it's like the last thing that you do, usually the headline. Yeah. And then it's like, yes. um, you know, thumbnail, yes. whoops. You know, so it's like, yeah, maybe I could have done a little. Yeah. And then that's the, that, I mean, that drives your results, right? So that's why, you know, right. especially with bringing it back to insurance marketing, it's like, listen, like, don't try and, don't try and tippy toe around this thing. Like, go right at it. Like, listen, I've told, I've told like a hundred agents, like, literally just go write the best of whatever insurance you're trying to write post for the state that you do business in. And I promise you, like uh, we will never have a conversation of should this work? Will this work? And do I need to do this anymore? And just nobody does it. Right. And it's just, they will dance around that. They refuse to just ha like literally put the conversation 
that they have every single day of their insurance life on the internet and uh, and position it in a way that is meaningful to the people that they're trying to do business with. I just, I don't know how to put it anywhere else, you know, that's right. Yeah. Give me, give me an example of somebody who, do you have like, do you have something in mind that you're thinking of that, of like an agent who's dancing around? Uh, well, an agent specifically, no. I mean, okay. so I mean, like, I mean, just in general, right? It's just like the, it's just the, um, hey, b- be safe driving, you know, that sort of thing. Like, again, the, my, my example, my generic example, which I think I use in a podcast today, uh, is the five ways to winterize your, get your house ready for winter blog post, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Or safety tips for, <laughs> yes. you know, I mean, just like, it's just stuff that it's like, it is stuff that we are not experts in. It's not something people come to us for. People don't walk through your door and say, hey, can you tell me how to get my house ready for winter? Because I yeah. really need to know, and you, I, you, you seem like a person that could tell me how to get my house ready for winter, you know. So I'm, I'm all safe, and, and it's just, it's not, that's not what drives business. And again, just you know, it's, it's pretty simple stuff, but it's just the stuff that you have to do, for whatever reason. Is again, like we said, coming back to the, the, the scary stuff. Like it's just talk about your companies, talk about your policies, talk about coverages, talk about the, the specific area in which you do it in, and I think it'll be fine. And, um, and you got to have that foundation before you can really, you know, kind of wander off and, and maybe suggest to somebody how they won't slip and fall on their, their patio this winter. You know I mean? Like, it's just, you got to do that work first. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we got here, but it's no, I, yeah, no, I love that. I love that thought. I mean, that's a great, great thought to end on. I, I, and I'm with you, dude. Like I, I definitely have seen the winterize post or winterize your house post many, many lot, times. Right? Right? Yeah. 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 Like, like there's, <laughs> yeah, a lot. I will say it every chance that I get, just so people stop writing it. Yeah, hasn't worked, hasn't worked yet. So maybe. I mean, can. I'd like to know if someone has created a winterize your home post that has gone viral. Like you know, it doesn't have to be like viral, like national viral, but even like has gotten shares and people have spread it around, etc. Or sure if it's done. I mean, yeah, if it hasn't already, but I mean, the, so even if, again, even if you got it to, to, to get people to read it, is anybody calling you, right? Is it get, is it generating business? And my guess would be probably not, but who knows? Yeah. 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 I don't know, dude. I, um, I mean, I still don't know how to winterize my home and I've been living in Minnesota for two years. So I don't know if the insurance agents here just don't know about that trend or what's going on, but I mean, it, it feels made up. I don't know. I mean, what do you, I mean, I live in Ohio and like, I don't do anything to my house. I mean, maybe you're supposed to cover your air conditioning unit with like a plastic tarp or something. I don't know. It's like about the only thing I've seen somebody do. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I'll tell you one thing we did to winterize our home is, so we just moved in like in April and my girlfriend was like, God damn it. If we don't empty that garage so that we can put our freaking cars in uh, there, no, yeah. I am going to kill someone. <laughs> and so I was like, so, okay. So then the funny part is I was like, yeah, totally. Of course. And I always go, you know, she'll be like, okay, we have to go to mile marker five. And then I see mile marker 15 and I'm like, yeah, but that mile marker up there, looks really great. And so I said, okay, let's not just like empty the garage and get it organized. Let's insulate it and drywall it and 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 uh you know mud it and paint it and make it look really nice and then organize it and of course the whole time she's like 
I'm not going to help you with that because it's not going to get done. And yeah. so her dad came over to help me and we were like, you know, doing everything. Did it actually get done though? And so the funny part is, so we got, I got down to the mudding part and I have half of a wall mudded and then it got too cold outside. And then one, and so then we just stopped and the garage was still kind of messy. We couldn't put the cars in and she was like, she gave me this whole spiel about how I was, I'd failed and da, 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 and you know, and so then one weekend it got just warm enough and I woke up at like 6am and I just went out there and I was like, all right, this is happening. And I just organized everything and got it, you know, put, sent all of her dad's tools back to his house and her engineer's friend's tools to his house and got everything up on the walls. And, you know, by like 1 PM, she came out and she was like, she looks around, she goes, all right, good. And then walks back into the house and so I was like, yes. <laughs> so the cars are in the garage now. That's a good thing. Some but, serious motivation, believe me. I, my, my rule in my house is uh, the kids can have whatever toys they want in the garage as long as our cars fit in it because I am that not is, in the driveway. <laughs> like yeah. Happening. See, I'm from Florida. So like parking in the garage was a way of life. Yeah. And no. yeah. Minnesota is very different. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end it on a very fun note here. We're gonna this is the uh, Joey uh, YouTube view count challenge um, for the last f four weeks or five weeks. So as much as you thought you might have lost the first week, uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're ahead now. You're you're winning one thousand fifteen to to nine eighty nine. Woo! Yeah. One thousand fifteen to nine eighty nine. I'm like ten people ahead. Yeah. <laughs> And again, this is only views. I mean, you know, so I mean, I don't know if this is the most important thing that we should be conveying well, was, to the people listening, but. Um, I was going to say, I think you're beating me on subscribers, which is in terms uh, of like, you know, yeah. that's, well, that's pretty weighty. We're not, we're not going to get into that. We don't. Let's okay. Just, we're gonna, Too complicated. Cindy's going to win this. Um, week two, uh, this one, this one was pretty terrible. 241 for me, 520 for you. Um, so not, not very good for Joey. Um <sighs> Week three, more of the same, 213 to 565. I'm just, I don't have a leg to stand on at this point. Uh, I'm really That's feeling it. A uh, little redemption in week four, 410 for me, 306 for you. Yes, and boom, there you go, man. Week five looks like it's going to be another thorough beat down. Uh, 195 already for you, 102 for me. So, Okay, but can I be, can I be totally honest with you? What's that? So currently you have like, 15,000 or something new listens on your podcast. Oh, and man. if we're counting how many listens I have on a podcast, it I, would be like negative 100. Can you just, can you just take the, take the win, Sydney? I mean, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like gift wrapping this thing to you and you're saying, I know. Well, I don't know what to, I just, you know, I'm just saying, man, like All right, well, teamwork be, makes the dream work. To be continued. I appreciate that, yes. But uh, for now, you win the YouTube uh, challenge, and we'll continue the, the weekly statistical challenge and see how that goes. We're not even comparing right. him because it's just not fair. We don't need I know, Yeah, let's not talk about him right now. We don't need to. We don't need to he add that ego. He crashed his drone and still got more views than we did. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? Also, I am still working at a drone disadvantage, for the record. Just going to put Dang that it. He didn't send you the Phantom 4? No, not yet. That's it. All right. It's going down. I'm slacking him. I'm going to text him. It's on, man. It's going down. 
All right. Just be careful what you wish for, Sydney. Just be careful. All right. Hey, man. I, you know, I like to make sure that if I'm going to be competing with somebody, we're on even playing field. It's not fair if we're, you know, it's not fun if we're not. 